0: This episode of It's Super Effective is brought to you by Laser Time. Laser Time is a pop culture podcast that covers a variety of subjects such as bad accents in films, shame songs, Simpsons trivia, and many more. They also have sister shows covering wrestling, called Cheap. Popcast, comics called Cape Crisis, and video game music, VG Empire, which dedicated a whole month of music to Pokemon. So head over to LasertimePodcast.com to check out the Lasertime Podcast and all the other podcasts there. So many podcasts to listen to on LasertimePodcast.com. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 177th? 177, I think? We're going to go with that. The 177th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. My name is S-B-J, and with me today, I have the lovely Will.
1: And now, you've you've ruined me, because I've been doing EV training for the past half hour, and you said 177, and now I've lost count Ah. of the number of EVs I've been stacking up on that attack stat. Ah. What am I just supposed do to it do? For a
2: really long time and then oh, just I'll, say, I'll just
1: spend the rest of my life EV training this Kangaskhan and attack and and never live
2: ever again. Hold the phone. We have an evolution on our hands.
1: Somebody's <laughs> evolving? <laughs> Cuz it's not Kangaskhan. On? Kangaskhan doesn't evolve.
2: Wow, a nice. miracle of the miracle of biology. Wow. I don't know whose DS is going right
1: now. Uh, I would not be anywhere near so unprofessional as to let my DS make noise during a recording. (laughs) Unless I hit the sweet scent move, because I know everybody wants to hear sweet scent over and over again.
0: (laughs) I'm just shaking my head. That other (laughs) voice you heard over there was Travis. He's back.
1: Yeah,
2: that's the thing that a lot of people don't know about this show, is that there's actually a period once a year where recurring co-hosts have to renew their license to be on the show Um, and that process normally is fine for people it it just involves being locked in a dungeon and you have to escape said dungeon by answering a series of trivia questions Um, but when I got to the Pokemon trading card game section I got Uh, A little stuck. I just kept saying "get the donk" until they let me through, and that's why it took me so long.
1: Much like AP Chemistry, you only got enough credit to get out the door. (laughs) You you did not perform in an outstanding manner. The good old donk. That is painfully true.
0: That's when Pokemon was real good—is when you could just donk every turn.
2: Uh, I I don't know what it means. Actually, I think I do what it means. Isn't it like you defeat your opponent on turn one? Uh, Turn zero, actually. (laughs)
3: There's a turn
2: Whatever I hate the trading
0: card game Well turn zero is when the first player starts (coughs) And then turn one is when The second player starts their turn
1: Yeah it's when you put down your cards And your opponent just looks at your cards Starts crying, packs up their stuff And walks away Yeah so turn zero
0: would mean that You do everything and they didn't get a chance to do anything Except lose And then go home very
3: sad
2: The donk I just said that a whole bunch, and they let me through.
0: Ah, uh, yep, yeah. Well, Travis is back. Will is here. The dream team. Uh, we did have a Kickstarter guest scheduled for today, but they had to—they had a family event, so they had to move around their schedule. So I think we have—we finally got Sean to uh, get his re-record, and that was the wonderful Wendy's episode that I think everyone really seemed to enjoy. Um, and then we have, I believe three more people and then two reschedules uh because we lost one with melanie was that with melanie yeah i think so and then uh the reschedule of what should have happened this week and then uh and then i don't know what happens after that
1: uh show's over pack it up we go home new Uh, hosts
0: so uh we (laughs) actually have a lot to talk about today um a, there was a bunch of Pokemon news that happened, so I have a bunch of articles, so the news segment should be a little bit longer than normal. And then uh, I asked you guys what uh, what game you would prefer to have in the last episode, and I got a ton of emails, uh, and that's awesome because I love when you guys email me, emails, email me, because then we have more things to talk about on the show, and plus we can give you a shout out because you emailed, so uh, maybe we'll do another question at the end of the week and then... Kept the, keep Make this uh, reoccurring Because I like answering emails And I think uh, uh, Travis and Will does as well
2: Keep the rollout going
0: <laughs> The old mill tank Um, And then uh, of course We'll end with Pokemon of the Week Uh, Because of the amount of emails we have We will be skipping Item of the Week this week I, I know everyone's heartbroken of What plushie they should be getting But uh, we'll bring that back again next week Always keeping the show evolving uh, before we dive into news, Will, how was your weekend?
1: Uh, I've actually had a pretty good weekend. Um, saw the optometrist because somebody told me I needed to get my eyes examined, and strangely, the optometrist said there's nothing wrong with your eyes. So I don't know what that dude was talking about. And uh, I've been—I uh, finally bred my five IV Kangaskhan because I'm I'm breeding a competitive Pokemon for the first time ever, and and I'm EV training it right now. Um, and I have finished all the knitting on the hood of my hoodie, and I just need to Kitchener stitch the top together, and then, uh, then all I have left is the arms, and that'll be done. So, that was pretty much my weekend, except for that horrible, horrible playing Destiny with you last night.
0: Huh. It wasn't that bad.
1: Uh, it was bad when I stopped playing Destiny, and I started playing Persona, and you kept messaging me, like, thinking that I was gonna start playing Destiny again.
0: (laughs) I mean... Who else am I supposed to play with?
1: Uh you were playing with somebody else. Who Are will not but a not a fan be named. Somebody else? Is that what you No. Saying? <laughs> no, I'm not like that. <laughs> it wasn't my brother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right, Travis. How was your weekend? Yes. You're back? Yeah. You're finally back?
2: Yeah, it was quite a long weekend. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, um I've had a, a. I've been pretty busy lately between new job and moving. So, um, I was excited to have. I didn't have any plans this weekend. Um, and then yesterday, one of my friends, uh, was like, "Yeah, you should come over. We're having people over, just playing board games. It sounded fun." Uh, then that ended up being a five or six hour game of Talisman, uh, which I had never played before. Um which turns out I don't like playing talisman, so good thing I played it for five hours. Uh, I still had fun because it was my friends. But that was I thought what I thought was going to be just a uh casual hangout with friends ended up being at around eleven hours at another person's home. So that was
0: I thought you were gonna say that you had five hours of cards against humanity.
2: Oh. Oh, I had to play I had to play that game yesterday too at that same gathering and I can't stand it. I'll just pretend to laugh every once in a while and haha! Someone wrote down a thing that's uh, that's so irreverent that means I'm clever because I put down the card that someone else wrote.
1: What game is uh, is Talisman?
2: Talisman is the one that uh, aesthetically it's supposed to sort of be pulling from like sort of a medieval or or D and D aesthetic, sort of like a uh, mid fantasy type thing. Um, There's three um rings to the game um and you you have encounters as you go around the ring which essentially means you're like fighting monsters that you draw off the top of the deck as you go farther and farther towards the center um the spaces that you land on become more and more detrimental to you but you're you also come closer to the Crown of Command, I think is what it's called Which is where the end of the game Happens, and so can you we, sort we, of
1: want to be able you just to get there stop now, because I literally know Less about the game than before uh, you started Talking.
0: It sounds like Jumanji Plus D&D
2: Yeah, it is, and, uh, except Take all the fun things out of D&D And no one in Jumanji Says, uh Oh, I'm gonna forget the line Uh, 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 something Something, Sunny Jim Uh, mm I don't remember it, but the weird hunter poacher guy says something about Sunny Jim. It would have been a great, would have been a great deep cut reference to Jumanji, which is a movie that I've seen um, more times than you could possibly imagine. But I cannot remember the line. But I'm pretty sure just to edit uh, that in, just put that in the post. I'm pretty sure
0: that uh, Talisman also has like a million expansions yeah it
1: does I,
2: don't, I think we played with only one expansion or something
1: did either of you guys ever watch the Jumanji cartoon there's a Jumanji cartoon yeah there Maybe was a Jumanji cartoon it was a great two
0: episodes
1: I used to watch it like every time it was on man I love that show <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the premise of it? Were these people just like voluntarily play this life-endangering game every no, day? Like, like hey, they, let's they have could, fun with Jumanji.
1: Yeah, they kept going in. And then the the wild man that I guess, was it Robin Williams that played it? Yeah. Like, always lived in there. So they just kept going in to visit him is in his magical how world. Robin Williams
2: is the dad. He's, um, the, he's, the, he's the kid who gets... Um, sucked in there when he... So he finds it in like an attic or something and plays it with like this girl and then he gets sucked in because he draws a card that says until you... uh, In the jungle, you must wait until the dice read five or eight and then sh- sh- seeing she gets scared him and get sucked away. in. She's like, like yeah. oh my gosh, I can't handle this and she like throws it in, in the closet never to be seen again until younger kids who I think move into his old... The old mansion he used to live in, find the game and start playing. And, and I believe the kid rolls an eight, not a five. Maybe he rolls a five. But lets Robin Williams out and he goes, what
1: year is it?
0: <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad we had that summary of Jumanji. On the show.
1: And what, what was the sequel to Jumanji? That nobody Zaratustra
2: watched? Or whatever? Yeah. No, Zarathustra is Fried It's No.
1: It's, uh, yeah, it, it's not a Nietzsche it, book.
2: It, it's close to it. It's like Zazaz. Za, za. za, za. <laughs> that great film, Zazaz. I'm going to Google Space Jumanji, and I'm sure that Google is going to get it for me. Space Jumanji. Zathura.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Space Jumanji. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the is that i didn't spell space correctly i put spance jumanji and google still knew what i needed the old spance i saw that movie too i saw zathura
1: i mean it's not a crime it's-
2: <laughs> isn't it based on a book that's by like the same author as the jumanji book
1: no, I, you've gone way beyond. All I know is I used to watch the Jumanji cartoon. I never watched the Jumanji <laughs> movie, and I enjoyed the Jumanji cartoon quite a bit. I've, and I've, I've totally lost count of my EVs. <laughs> I, have no, I have
0: no transition away from this.
1: How was your weekend, Steve? Did you do anything that wasn't completely worthless? No. <laughs> Did you have uh, wings at all? Wings? Wings, like chicken wings.
0: Yeah, I had uh, I had buffalo rot. Buffalo Wild Wings the other night. Also, I tried to go to Krispy Kreme because they had the 79-cent deal.
1: That was on Friday. It was the 70-something... I guess it was the 79th anniversary of of Krispy Kreme. Yeah,
0: I think you had to buy a dozen, and then you get another dozen for 79 cents, if I'm not mistaken. So I went there to get donuts and BW3s because that was right across the street, and there was a line wrapped around the door all the way around the building, and... One old lady was standing next to her car and she's like, my husband's been waiting in line for over a half hour and he finally just got into the building. And I was like, nope, nah, a half hour of my time is not worth saving $7 on donuts.
1: Well, if you <laughs> ever come to visit me, I will take you to the Krispy Kreme factory um, where you can watch the assembly line of the donuts being made. It's quite the, uh, quite the vision to experience.
0: Do, do they provide you donuts?
1: You have to buy them. If you give them money, they provide you donuts. They don't give That's you like how free one? Capitalism works. No, no, no. They don't give you anything for free. Damn. But you can also buy Krispy Kreme memorabilia if you want like a Krispy Kreme hat or a Krispy Kreme t-shirt. Um, they will sell you that. Where did you end up getting pizza last night?
0: Uh, I don't know. Like whatever place was down the
1: street. So how was the pizza?
0: It was okay. It was, it, was, it was okay.
1: Because if, for, for everyone to understand, my playing Destiny with Steve means I need to listen to him debate for 45 minutes whether they're going to get Pizza Hut or that unknown restaurant's pizza, and then I never learned the outcome of what actually happened.
0: Well, the reason, the reason I'm so like set on like Pizza Hut or um, Papa John's or any established it's because pizza. you're living trash. <laughs> it's because I know what it tastes like. I know I won't be disappointed. And and
2: because you're the human equivalent of a Garbador.
1: (laughs) I know how much it's going to be. It's so amazing because he literally can eat anything and it has like no effect on him whatsoever.
0: (laughs) And so the last time Irene ordered pizza from Unknown Pizza Place, she was like, Is that really what it's called? No, no, that's not what they're called. I can't remember what it was called. But we were in like a snowstorm. Last winter, and she's like, I really want to try this pizza place. And of course, you order pizza during a snowstorm, because why would you put your life at risk? Put the drivers at risk. So (laughs) the person came out and delivered the pizza. And I like tipped really well because they came out in a snowstorm. And the pizza was like pretty much ice cold when it got to us, even though they got to us quickly which I was a little confused about. And I like took two bites, and I couldn't eat any more, and I threw it away, and it was more expensive than what would have been a bigger pizza at Pizza Hut. And so ever since that, I questioned Irene's judgment. Well, Irene also didn't like the pizza. I question Irene's judgment of trying new pizza places.
1: Yeah, never try anything new. This, I agree completely. Do not ever try anything new.
0: And so but she found two different pizza places that were... Very close to our house and she was debating between the two, and that was the forty five minute conversation during Destiny with Will. And she finally decided on one and the pizza arrived and it was actually pretty good.
1: And I will repeat for our listeners' benefit that uh Steve lives literally a three minute walk away from a pizza hut.
0: Yes, I walk there all the time. Food <laughs> delivery. I'm not tipping. <laughs> Also, I found out that Pizza Hut can do, like, personal pizzas for $3.50, and it's, like, one of those, like, very little four-sliced pizzas, and it is amazing.
1: Personal pan pizza? Yes. Yeah. very awesome. Nice.
0: Pokemon Podcast, the best place to get your pizza news.
1: Sponsored by Pizza Hut. (laughs) I wish.
0: Yeah, otherwise, that was nothing, nothing else thrilling and
2: exciting happened in my week. Uh I mean because I'm glad you say nothing else thrilling and exciting cuz I mean getting pizza that's that well, that's, <laughs> that's a the highlight? That's, what that's the highlight in it that's something so... you don't see every day. Uh I fell off
0: the Hearthstone bandwagon, still on the Destiny bandwagon. What so happened to, what, what happened bandwagon? to Hearthy? What's that? What
2: happened to Hearthstone?
0: Ah, uh, I don't know. I think it was um I don't know why I fell off really. Yeah. Uh, I mean, did
1: did, you do was, that, was that the we annoying We can have this conversation players. later. <laughs> um, well, no, I have one question because now Hearthstone has TV commercials which are obnoxious in their yeah, own right. Yeah, they're really bad. Well, and it, I actually it, think they're pretty funny. It makes a, the game look like you just slide one circle on top of another circle. I mean, I could just yeah, draw circles on paper and cut them out and do that at home if that was fun. Yeah, that's basically what you do. <laughs>
0: That, okay. Was that your question about Hurtson? Was it the commercials? Yes. Oh, okay.
1: And is there a robot that goes around and honks a horn?
2: Hello, hello, hello.
1: <laughs> oh, there you go.
0: Uh, it only says that when you drop it down, I believe.
2: When you attack with him, he goes, Hello! <laughs> and then when he dies, Hello! He's pretty cool. I like him. Obviously a
0: not. <laughs> He's pretty cool. Isn't isn't Blizzard also running ads for Heroes of the Storm?
2: I don't know. I don't know a single human being that plays that game.
0: <laughs> I think Micah started playing it on a stream. And I was like, "Why don't you just play Diablo 3 cuz that's a way better game?"
2: Yeah. Or just right. any of the other like trillions of like MOBA games that exist already.
1: Mhm. I didn't even realize this, but 252 is divisible by 9 wow
0: welcome to Eevee training will, <laughs> will anderson uh, hey,
1: at least it has something to do with pokemon
0: <laughs> that's true i guess uh let's start off with some pokemon news
1: that's segue
0: 20 if you're a newer listener we normally do spend the first 15 minutes talking about nothing so uh so expect more of this <laughs> So if you if you just want to get straight to the nitty gritty Pokemon news that you can just read online, I would advise skipping the first fifteen minutes, uh, or you can just listen to us banter, or what I can tell you is a Mewtwo Amiibo was on display at the San Diego Comic Con alongside the other Amiibos coming out. That's about it. It looks pretty cool. Breaking news right there.
1: Does it look like a Mewtwo? Uh, yeah, it does. Does it have a little stand like an Amiibo?
0: It does. It has the little smash stand and then it has like a glowing crystal thing that's holding up its tail.
1: Mm. Looks well made. Well, that's nice for the amiibo collectors out there.
2: Is there anything on the planet that more succinctly encaptures encaptures? Is that a word? We'll see. uh, More at 10. Uh, The just the entire essence of capitalism than an Amiibo. Amiibos are dumb. I, I, I'm i not hearing any, any dissidents, so uh, I guess that means I'm right.
0: You know what's funny, Travis, is you were the one that talked me out of Amiibo, and I, I'm very happy about this decision.
2: And you are forever in my debt.
0: <laughs> Except, I, I mean, if I would have kept them, I could have sold a couple of them at a very high profit back in the day. Oh that involves a lot of eBay, which I don't really care to do. I'm holding a Get Dragon Knight from June 22nd to July 12th uh, card from GameStop.
1: Oh, I picked up one of those yesterday when I stopped at GameStop.
0: I, You can redeem it any time before October 12th. So you have plenty of time to redeem it. Uh, but I believe uh, tomorrow, or by the time you're listening to this, GameStop is going to be throwing all those away. But if... Uh, I know that some of the Game Stops in my area, they continue, they just keep the cards around until they're out. They don't, actually don't throw them away. So if you haven't gotten a, a Dragon Knight, I would advise going to a GameStop sooner than later to see if they have any cards left. Uh, because you can redeem it uh, by October 12th of this year. It is a level 55 Dragon Knight with the ability Multiscale. Uh, it's holding a lumberry Berry with the moves Dragon Dance, Outrage, Hurricane, and Extreme Speed.
1: It's only available for Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. So X and Y are not eligible.
2: Correct. I know we've talked about this before, but it's so sad that you can't just bring your DS and then hook it up to Mystery Gifts wirelessly to get these things. You have to do the special card and get the code and
1: do the thing. You know, then GameStop had the opportunity to ask me how desperately did I want to pre-order XYZ other games that are coming out this fall. I thought me you meant like, a say, Pokemon
2: game called no. XYZ, and I'm like, why haven't I not heard of this, and why haven't I already pre-ordered it? That sounds yeah. real sweet.
1: I don't know anybody who pre-orders anything ever.
2: Because the, the reason they... Yeah, I don't either, actually. The reason they did that is so that you would actually go into the GameStop instead of sitting in the parking lot. But right, let's ponder this a little bit. If GameStop weren't such a soul crushing experience to begin with, then maybe I still would have gone in, right? Like, who is really at fault here? GameStop <laughs> for being terrible.
0: Didn't they just, they just bought Think Geek, I believe.
1: Did they really? Yeah. That's a local business that I have applied to for a job numerous times. And now I can stop applying there.
2: (laughs) When I moved in to this apartment, the cable wasn't hooked up. And so therefore, internet wasn't hooked up. And so uh, the cable guy had to come. And then he showed me that the internet worked by just going to Google. And then he says, now go to thinkgeek.com. Okay? Go to ThinkGeek. Now, click on the uh, Office Warfare section. All right. Now, I bought this. Now, this is a, it's a little magnet that hooks onto something and then periodically just makes a piercing sound. Oh, I'm such a prankster at the office. Uh, okay. This guy proceeded to talk to me for about five minutes about the various pranks that he's pulled on his... Uh, on the other people in his office. Um, Why he was late for his next appointment. (laughs) Yeah, just because he wanted to show me things on thinkgeek.com, I guess, after he already proved that my internet was working fabulously.
1: Whenever I have to test somebody's internet at work, I uh – make their computer go to pkmncast <laughs> dot com and then I say I just wanted to go to a website you've never been to before so I could make sure that it was loading properly. <laughs> <laughs> you the worst. <laughs> I'm not even lying though because I know not a single person at Georgetown University besides me has ever visited the Pokemon <laughs> podcast website.
0: I shake my head that's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> fantastic <sighs> Uh, yes, what I was saying before is I believe GameStop is bought ThinkGeek because they already have like plush toys and a small amount of board games in their store. But now that like digital is taking over, it's more of like a job security thing for them. Yeah. At least semi-smart people are running GameStop. I mean, they've now got us to walk into stores and talk to people.
2: Through manipulation. <laughs>
1: And I actually bought something at GameStop when I was in there yesterday, so... The uh, very disappointing game, Persona Golden. Very disappointing so far. Hopefully it will pick up.
0: Uh, The last thing I bought at GameStop was the new Monster Hunter 3DS, because it was a GameStop exclusive. And it wasn't actually a terrible experience. It was kind of a terrible experience because I was going to pre-order in the store, so I could pick it up in the store, and... They literally took me to the online website and filled out the online order form, which I could have just <laughs> done at home on my own computer. Yeah, because from what I've from what I've to- been told by multiple GameStop people, they don't send things to the store anymore. They just send them right to your house when it's like bigger boxed things. Some Pokemon shuffle news here. For all of you that are still playing. Uh, So first off, by the time you hear this, the Lucario Knight competition should be returning for the third time to get Mega Lucario. I think on Friday this happened, but uh, uh, Arceus appeared in a special stage called Ultra Challenge. That stage runs between now to July 24th. Arceus is a normal type Pokemon. The stage has 28 moves. Uh, The stage is named Ultra Challenge, like I said, and it is... Uh, dedicated to legendary and mythical Pokemon, uh, stage runs between July 13th to July 24th, and there are no prizes announced for Lucario Night. Obviously, by the time you hear this, Lucario Night should be up, and you should be able to win it. Will are you still play in Shuffle?
1: Of course, every single day, and I have not had any luck uh, catching Mister Arceus or even getting him below half health on my attacks. I just my my pokemon are not leveled up enough to uh to capture him. Yeah. I did okay. get I did get Jirachi. Um and I just over the weekend got past uh Mega Mewtwo Y. So that opened up a lot of the main level stages that I haven't been able to access because once you can't get past Mega Mewtwo Y, you don't get to play any more further along.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got uh I got RCS down a little little past half, but have enough time. I haven't used any coins on him though. I think with disruption, disruption off, it'd be a little bit easier since he turns a lot of things frozen.
1: He also cheats because he like double disrupts. Yeah. Instead of just doing one disruption, he does two in a row. Oh.
0: <laughs> and I got to Salamance, which is the final stage of the main stage, but I haven't, I haven't beaten him yet. But I haven't really tried. I think it was a thirteen move, maybe eighteen move.
1: I don't know. I haven't gotten that far.
0: You're not missing out on how much. Yeah. Uh, if you are in Japan, four Pokemon are being distributed at Japanese 7-Eleven stores. Pikachu, Pancham, Lugia, and Lat- Latios will be distributed uh, at Japanese 7-Eleven stores from July 18th to August 16th.
2: Um, being available in pairs. Uh, the Is Pikachu reason? reason? <laughs> that's a strange... I guess keep going. You might give me the explanation that I desire.
0: Uh, The Pikachu (laughs) and Pancham are based on Ashes and Serena's. Uh, Ashes, Pikachu, and Serena's Pancham will be available between July 18th to July 31st. And Lugia and Latios will be available from August 1st to July 16th. Uh, To obtain the serial codes, players must complete a stamp rally. To collect stamps, players must take their Japanese region... Nintendo 3DS to a 7-Eleven store between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. That has 7-Spot opened. That has 7-Spot. Open the Nintendo Zone viewer on the 3DS. Touch DS at 7-Spot. Then touch DS Rally. And then a Get Stamp button will appear. Upon getting the stamp, Get Stamp button, the Nintendo 3DS will obtain a virtual stamp. Players may only obtain one stamp per store per day. If the player has two stamps, then they can choose which two Pokemon during that period they want. If players decide to save the page, they can access it later through announcement, and this will be work. This will work on X, Y, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire.
1: That sounds like work. That sounds yeah. way
0: worse than the GameStop thing we were just no, complaining about. No, but
1: the, yeah. um, I, I think stamp rallies are really popular in Japan. Hmm. Because if you remember, they had that episode of uh, of the Pokemon cartoon where Silen wanted to do the subway stamp rally, where he had to go around to all the different subway stations, and they had a you know an individual Pokemon stamp at each subway station. You never even watched this one. Yeah, no. Nope. Anyways, I, I do believe that stamp rallies are very popular. Well, I mean, let me let me try and explain it differently. That is why in Black and White Two, uh, for the Pokedex completion for the different areas, you would get a stamp. When you different types of stamps when you completed the Pokedex for different areas.
2: Got it. Now, can you explain it in terms of Yokai Watch?
1: Uh, <laughs> you know, after I learned more about yokai by watching an educational program about them, I just don't feel like making jokes about them anymore. It's a very very serious academic subject.
3: <laughs>
0: so when I went to the uh black and white mall tour back in when did black and white come out?
1: I Like 2010,
2: 2011 Oh, that sounds so long ago. Yeah, that sounds
1: it was long ago. a decade ago, man.
0: Uh they had oh. a stamp thing with real stamps and uh I think it was eight stamps, but in different stores in the mall there was like a little kiosk with the stamp and then you would take your book there and then stamp it. And then if you got all eight stamps, you would get you'd get something. It wasn't that great even.
1: It's a stamp rally, man.
0: Yeah, it was it was fun though. It I mean, I was with a bunch of friends and we just walked to each store and got the stamp and it it was fun. It was cool. I'm I'm curious though, because it, it did say Japanese only three DS. I'm curious if you're visiting Japan with like your American DS, if you could even attempt to do that or if it's region locked.
1: Now, if you attempt to connect to the Nintendo Zone, it actually, like, sets off a self-destruct chip in your 3DS, (laughs) and your 3DS melts in your hand.
0: The old vintage self-destruct.
1: Yep. Melts in your hand, not in your mouth.
0: Uh, Pokemon, the series XY, Kalos Quest, Volume 3 is now available in iTunes. The third volume of the 18th season of Pokemon Anime is now available in the itunes store in uk u.s canada and australia the first episode xy071 is now available and each episode will be added weekly each episode will cost uh 2 dollars in hd $1.99 in standard and you can get a entire volume pass in the u.s for $21.99 in hd $17.99 in standard Unclear how many episodes will become available for that, but uh if you're into buying those on iTunes, it is there for you now.
1: I just watch them on the TV. TV. I actually watched an episode of uh Pokemon um earlier today. It was one of the one of the recent ones where Professor Sycamore's Garchomp was abducted by Team Rocket. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> and they tried to force it to mega evolve.
2: How'd that go?
1: Well, not too well for them in the long run, but I don't <laughs> want to spoil it off for again? you. Kind of, but also <laughs> professor Sycamore and his, uh, his, his is it Garchomp? Yeah. Um, realized how much that they are fond of each other. It was a very sweet story.
0: <laughs> it's like stretching and laughing at the same time. Some more news here. Uh, on July 16th in Japanese arcades, poke, Pokin Tournament will be uh, released, and in doing so, we get some new screenshots, uh, but more importantly, they added Charizard and Weavile to the cast of fighting Pokemon characters, and they also showed Jirachi and Whims- Whims- Scott, uh, which are support characters, whatever that means. Pokken Tournament is a fighting game where two players battle each other using a variety of Pokemon. Unlike other fighting games, pokin Tournament will support a console controller to help players get into the game more easily. Um, various Pokemon announced were Lucario, Machamp, Gengar, Charizard. What were the other ones? Pikachu, I know, is there. Um, Suicune. Suicune. Uh, they will all come with their signature special moves and even Mega Evolutions, which can be triggered by filling a some kind of... Gauge. Uh Pokin tournament is confirmed for Japanese arcades. Like I said, that's gonna be July 16th. Uh there is no news if there is a console version.
1: And that's all we got. I am so not interested in pokin Tournament. terminant. apparently not, because you can't even say it. Tur, Tur- Turbul- turbulence.
0: My my pronunciation is rubbing off on you, Will.
1: I am I am wholesale having destruction of poor Zigzagoon's here. <laughs> I have never killed so many Pokemon in one short period of time in my entire uh, life. It's almost like mentally disturbing to me. Well, I'm excited I for Pokemon Tournament,
0: even though I don't really care that much about fighting games.
2: Yeah, I, I'm similar. I I I just really like, not the idea of a Pokemon fighting game in the sense of like, Yeah, Pokemon's cool, but what if they, like, punched each other? (laughs) Um, But just, uh, I don't know, I always like trying um, Pokemon games in genres that side games have not tried before. Um, Conquest was a lot of fun in that sense because we hadn't seen a, a Pokemon Tactics game, stuff like that. So I'll probably get it for that, even though I am terrible at fighting games. Unbelievably bad. I just can't do it.
1: Yep. I'm I'm sure you'd be fine.
0: I'm sure uh, uh I'm sure by the time uh the time we record next week we'll have a lot more info about the game since it will be out. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. The there were some core core scans of images from the new Pokemon, the movie XY, which is called Hoopa and the Clash of Ages. Apparently, the scans showed uh, what's that Pokemon called? Zygarde? Zygarde? There Zygarde. Is a
1: Zygarde. Yeah, Zygarde. Xerneas, Eveltal, and Zygarde. Yes.
0: And uh, let's see, the magazine also showed one image in question that features a large silhouette of a yet unknown Pokemon. Nothing has been confirmed, but uh, speculation suggests this Pokemon could eventually af- appear in future games
1: Mega Jirachi. Why do you laugh at that? Why can't there be a mega Jirachi?
0: Jirachi's cool.
2: I, I don't see them ever doing a mega form of... Well, wow, they already have. I was about to say I would never see them doing a mega form of a game's uh, version of Mew or you know, Jirachi or Celebi. But then I realized that that's what Diancie is. And whoops. Um, finally, the
0: last bit of news here is uh, the science exhibit that we talked about three or four weeks ago is now open. Um, Pokemon-themed science exhibit has kicked off in Japan this week. Uh, dubbed the Pokemon Research Institute, the exhibit is centered around observing and classifying pocket monsters. Visitors will get a Pokeball and then go around to diff- different machines, machines are in like quotes, uh, <laughs> in the exhibit to get hints about which Pokemon are inside. Some of the machines, for example, show the pocket monster's outline, while others give a magnified view or show footprints. It's all done in fun, interactive, mini mini game type way, and these hints will help you figure out which Pokemon. The exhibit also includes a section of classifying and observing different animals and insects.
1: It also teaches you about deductive reasoning.
0: And uh if you Kotaku has a bunch of screenshots. Uh it looks like in one of them there's a giant uh sculpture of Giratina, which looks pretty sweet. It looks very museum y. It looks like they have the blow-up uh, Ram and Zekrom there that if you've ever been to a...
2: <laughs> anything that Pokemon has ever put on.
0: Yeah. And then there, uh, I'm sure everyone has seen the screenshots on Twitter of Pikachu wearing a science coat, lab coat. So that's there. I don't think anything more exciting is going to come from that. But if, if you're in the Japan area and you can go to said event, you should probably go to that.
2: And let us know what you thought of it. Yeah. Just like that.
0: Uh, I think that's uh, it that we have for news. Uh, We could probably go over the Nationals winner, the people who won Nationals. um, But let's take a quick break first before we do that. there and we are back from our break to talk to you about um nationals yeah that's the thing
1: u.s nationals not brazil nationals yeah
0: the u.s nationals so i have uh the six winners here of course uh you have your masters tcg your seniors tcg uh juniors tcg and then the same three tiers for the video game uh will and i we just talked about this over the break we watched nationals pretty much for the the most part uh travis of course didn't have internet
1: so i was wallowing in that misery i actually i actually made my mom watch because she was visiting me while it was on and i just put threw it up on the wii onto my tv screen she enjoyed it
0: yeah there's um i think the the commentators always do a pretty good job at keeping your interest uh let's start with the juniors division here so, the winner of the juniors division was Evan Smith. He was using a Manetric EX deck with Crobat, Seismitoad EX, and Absol.
1: That sounds like a lot of Pokemon in one deck. Yeah.
0: He had, uh, yeah, he did actually have quite a bit of Pokemon. Um, I didn't watch this match, so I'm not sure exactly what happened but I do know that seismatoad is going to be a recurring theme here in the TCG decks.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh the senior um excuse me the senior top a, or the senior winner was Lance Bradshaw. Uh he was running a water type deck that uh, apparently according to pokemon.com was pretty unique. It had uh Primal Kyogre EX, Kyogre EX, Keldeo EX, Suicune, Kyrium, Articuno and shaman ex
1: that's a lot of pokemon yeah
0: yep uh, did he
1: get the donk
2: <laughs>
1: no 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 Donks. No they changed donks the rules anymore.
0: to get rid of donks
1: yeah
2: then how did i get past the training session we <laughs> talked about earlier the license renewal
1: <laughs> who knows you got the donk got i got it the <laughs> there, go. there you go
0: and then uh the uh master's winner for the TCG was uh, Jason Klosinski, who has also been the three-time world champion winner for the TCG. Has uh, he ever he, been
1: the US national champion before?
0: He's never been national champion. He's only huh. been world champion. Uh, so Jason is uh, from the Chicago area. Very nice guy. I used to play uh, the TCG with him quite a bit. Uh, he was running a Seismitoad EX deck uh, with Garbador. So Seism- Seismitoad EX, Trubbish, Garbador, and Shaman EX. The I know how this deck works, uh, just because it's not too different from when I used to play. Uh, Garbodor was still around and popular when I used to play. Uh, Garbodor would shut off uh, other Pokemon's abilities. Seismitoad doesn't have an ability, but Seism- Seismitoad's Quaking Punch would prevent your opponent from playing any trainer cards by doing so. You can still have access to all your trainer cards, but not only do you shut off all their abilities, but you also shut off their ability to play uh, trainer cards. And in this higher-level tournament, most decks are comprised of mostly trainer cards. So it really uh, cripples your opponent. Now, the person he was playing against uh, was running a Waylord EX deck.
1: It was like Waylord Suicune, right?
0: Yeah, Enri- Enrique... Uh, was his name. He was running four Waylord EX and three Suicune. Uh Wailord EX DX has the most um hit points in the game of 250 HP. Uh now Enrique didn't run any energy uh and he ran a bunch of trainer cards and supporter cards that would um pretty much remove all the damage from Waylord EX uh, because it was a very hard to kill Waylord EX. So his strategy was pretty much um make his opponent Run out of cards,
2: and oh. if you run out of cards, you actually lose the game. So it was a mill deck in the finals. Yes. Wow. Is that common with Pokemon? I've never heard of a mill deck in the Pokemon TCG. No,
0: it's it's usually not common because of the time limit. Oh yeah. So uh, if if you ever get to the time limit, it's whoever has taken the most prize cards win. Since uh, Enrique never takes a prize card because he actually can't because he can't attack. Yeah. Uh, it's an auto loss from him. Uh, so, um, Jason played very well of not playing cards until it was the most optical time, opt- optimal time. And, uh, he, uh, I believe lost the first round and then won the second round. And since it went into a third round, it was first person to take a prize card once. Um, hmm. so he had 60 cards to take one prize card, which he proved in the last round that he was able to do. Uh, so as soon as he took one prize, he won the whole thing. Huh. You see this? This I've I've been to. I think I've been to three nationals. One was just VGC. Two were TCG. I've been to a lot of regionals. Um, you see a lot of mill decks or a lot of uh, stall decks. I've played a couple, and you see a lot at nationals and tournaments before that. But then you always see them get stopped. Uh, oh. before, uh before uh the top eight. And then you never see them make it to Worlds because people realize, like every year they forget that there's a time limit and then they lose because they're running a mill deck. And then everyone goes, <laughs> oh, well, I just need to build a deck that's way super fast. That's yeah, what always happens at Worlds. Hmm. So yeah, Jason won, which was pretty cool. Uh, moving on to our video game winners here in Junior's Division. It was Aiden McKerny running an extra... An Excodrill, Ludicolo, Aegislash, Tyranitar, Salamance, and Melodic. Hmm. I don't think there's any surprises
2: in there. Nothing super surprising, but melodic is not uh certainly not ubiquitous. Uh the mel- least, and maybe maybe it is this year, but because I, I wasn't really following the VGC this year, but that's sorta new to me.
0: Uh, Melodic was running Protect, Scald, Icy Wind, and Recover. Icy Wind's very good in doubles.
1: It can um, be. It can be. In a, in a Dragon Heavy format. Sure. Why not?
0: Mm hmm. Seniors, w- the senior winner was uh, Bennett Piercy, was running Salamence, uh, Salamance, Queen, Breloom, Volcarona, Scizor, and Latios.
1: Volcarona is a team after my own heart.
0: Uh I believe Nidoqueen got like the biggest
2: cheer. Yeah, that's that's a strange one. What was the moveset on Nidoqueen?
0: Uh that was Sludge Bomb, Earth Power, Ice Beam, and Protect holding hmm. a life orb with the ability sheer force. Huh. I think so it just... I remember I remember at one point it used Ice Beam and it knocked out a Pokemon that wasn't even weak to
2: ice and wow. everyone freaked out. Hmm. Yeah, Nidoqueen can be surprising because you almost never see Nidoqueen if people use well maybe in doubles you would probably see Nidoqueen more often which is why it's here but but yeah with with Sheer Force and Life Orb that can be pretty cool
0: so Sheer Force doesn't it do like 20% more damage but the effect is
2: right so so with an ex- if a move has a secondary effect um so let's keep using the Ice Beam example Ice Beam has um a chance to freeze. Um, Sheer Force is ne- going to negate that chance to freeze, but will um, increase the the power of the attack. I don't remember by how much. Um, and then one thing that, I mean, I guess you could call it a glitch, but it's also been in the game as long as Sheer Force has been in the game, is that if you use a Life Orb on a Pokemon with Sheer Force, and Sheer Force cancels out the... if she, Like, Sheer Force activates if it cancels out the... Secondary effect of of a move than life orb's detriment, which is that it deals ten percent damage to yourself after an attack. It doesn't activate either, so sort Interesting. of weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it sort of considers life orb to be a secondary effect of the move, uh, which is strange because it doesn't consider things like uh, flare blitz's recoil as being secondary. It considers that a primary effect and does not cancel that. Um, but for some reason, it considers life orbs' detriment as a secondary effect, and it's been in the game since I think Gen Four is when Sheer Force was introduced. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: So you get you not only get a double boost on Ice Beam, mm-hmm. but you also don't hurt yourself, right?
2: Huh?
0: It's really crazy. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that makes Sheer Force actually really cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is a fascinating ability.
0: Um, awesome. Uh the Masters division winner here is uh Toiler? Toiler Web?
1: Uh was that. it like Toiler? Yeah.
0: Using a Landorus, uh the dog Landorus, Amoongus, Polytoad, Aegislash, Thunderous, and Gardevoir. I don't think anything crazy here.
1: No, Thunderous was very common. Amoongus uh, is cool but not uncommon.
0: Yeah, I saw quite a bit of of, uh, Amoongus up to that point. Uh, I'm trying to see if there was any moves that even stuck out. Choice Band, Mental Herb, Wackhand Leftovers, Stratus Berry, Megastone.
1: Yeah, I think you usually give an Amoongus a Mental Herb, but I don't remember why. Who knows what the Mental Herb actually does.
2: Mental Herb? That's the one that...
1: I like the way that Travis sighs like we're making him do work when he's actually supposed yeah. to know this stuff.
2: I think Mental Herb is the one that... So which on which Pokemon is Mental Herb? um Oh yeah, that's the one that will cancel out um, certain negative effects. And I think that... I'm trying to remember the reason it's using doubles. Hmm. I, I'll, I'll figure it. it out. You can keep going.
0: I have it pulled up here. Okay. Uh, removes the effects of uh, Taunt, Encore, mm, Disable... Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that Amoongus can just use all of its uh status moves and yeah, not exactly. be prevented from there you go.
2: And for anyone who missed sort of the first premise of that conclusion, it's that Amoongus runs a lot of status moves and uh taunt is very common in doubles. Um and so Amoongus would be
1: Yeah. Um I mean Amoongous, for at least one turn immune to that taunt. Yeah, it'll use uh Rage powder to draw attacks to itself, which is kind yeah. of like follow me finger. And uh, it'll use spore so mm-hmm. that um, you can have an effect on your dudes.
0: <laughs> on your dudes. Well, there you go. There's your uh, recap of winners. I believe Worlds is the second week of August.
1: Yeah, usually around there in Boston, Massachusetts.
2: That's right. Is this year?
1: Yeah. Glad you're Boston. so in tune to uh, the world of
0: Pokemon, Alston. Yeah. <laughs> so as we get closer to that, we'll uh, we'll talk more about world and stuff. But transitioning in over transitioning over to possibly a new Pokemon game. Our question last week, uh, if I remember correctly, was: Would you want to see a remake of Red and Blue for the 20th anniversary, or would you want to see a sequel to X and Y? whatever you want to call that xx xy X, or z or do you want to come on
2: see... xxx
0: all right <laughs> do you want to see a, a remake of diamond and pearl uh or the last one was do you want to just see gen 7 whatever they call that so we got some emails we got quite a bit so we'll probably read a couple and then take a break and then read the rest and then do pokemon of the week here But uh, Alexander K wrote in, uh, he says, hi guys, I think a Pokemon game called Pokemon Collector Blue and Pokemon Collector Red, as well as Pokemon Collector Green. Uh, Now in each version, you would have a different game uh, from Gen 1 to Gen 4, so say in Pokemon Collector Red, you could have Gold version, but in Pokemon Collector Blue, you would have Crystal version. And then in green, you would also have silver version. So he's suggesting not only do you get the very first game, but you would get a different version of the first four games.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay. Interesting.
0: It's a cool idea. It would force you to buy all three versions, for sure. Yeah. But seemingly, if Pokemon could sell it at $30 a pop, they'd be losing quite a bit of money.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're... They're gonna be doing package deals since their entire uh, their entire market strategy is that uh, they can sell the same game two different times.
1: (laughs) How many people do people do we know that buy like every version of every game? I got (gasps) frick, like just a shiny zigzagoon. Did you kill it? kill it? No, I haven't killed it, but it's here in my horde, and I don't know how to catch it carefully.
2: So you have to just make sure you're targeting. Just use a single target move and just take I out all the other I don't have
1: one. any like that. And switch <laughs> out to another Pokemon. It's not like I have a whole bunch of Pokemon here. I'm supposed to be EV training. Oh, no. Let's see if I can do it. Stay tuned. Keep talking. Keep All right. talking. We'll
0: stay tuned here. <laughs> I got Fly. This is flying. some breaking news. <laughs> I got breaking news. I can use
1: Fly.
0: <laughs> uh, Sh- Sean B. wrote in. Hello, my puddle of popular and punny Pokemon podcasters. <laughs> well, that was tough to say. Uh, based on Pokemon's history, a revisit to Kalos is probably next. However, I would love a sequel to Kanto, not a remake for their anniversary. I know Gold and Silver was technically a sequel, maybe, Maybe I'm wanting a branchy, branching story that has nothing to do with the characters Red and his rival. It's probably too soon for a Gen Four remake, and maybe even also for Gen Seven. I could care less about mystery dungeon games, so I was a bit of dis, dis, i was a bit disappointed by this year's announcement. It wouldn't surprise me if it got new. It wouldn't surprise me if we got new mega evolutions with whatever game we get next. In conclusion, I predict a third installment of Gen Six. Keep up the awesome podcast, uh, Sean.
2: Can't say I disagree. I disagree with the part where I disagree because Mystery Dungeon is great, except for the third one. But that one doesn't. It's not real. And I'm going to go cry now because so many people insult my favorite side series. Mystery Dungeon? Yeah.
0: But the last one was really bad.
2: I know, but the other two are really good.
1: (laughs) I might give it a try.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna wait for reviews
0: this time instead of buying it right away. I'm not playing it.
1: I mean, I'll be playing Yokai Watch, so
0: I have <laughs> huh. Yokai Watch. Alright, so uh next email here is Hey SBJ and the rest of the Pokemon Pod and the rest of Pokemon Podcast. My name is Chase and I've been listening to your show uh in here in Kansas all summer while I work. And I've probably listened to over fifty episodes. Thank you. Uh, even with the, even the one with the scared hot dog cart, AKA the true hero. I remember that one. That was the one I, uh, when I talked over the Pokemon movie, <laughs> Vinny, I believe it has helped me entertain, be entertained as I work out in the heat. Anyways, my twin brother chance and I both started playing Pokemon while we were around six or eight years old. Although I prefer the color green to red, I got fire red and he got leaf green and we set out on our adventures. It's actually funny because I didn't know until years later that Hoenn came out before Fire Red and Leaf Green, uh, since I got Sapphire later. Anyways, back mm. on track. I got Bulbasaur and he got Charmander. We played those games and we until we couldn't keep our eyes open. Because these are great memories. I really hope they create a sequel to Red, um, and the other will be set in Kanto, almost like Black and Black and White too. Although actually good. <laughs> uh zing uh i would like it if there were pokemon in these game i would like it if all the pokemon were in these games however uh i mean all of them aside from virgin X loses wouldn't it be awesome to see an old world in a new light well i think so and i hope you agree with me i can't wait to see what nintendo does if anything for this upcoming year keep up the amazing work on the podcast and thanks for reading this very long email uh p.s revive the game corner well, I think they got rid of Game Corner because gambling and kids, no
2: bueno. That is what, that's that's actually the state, that's the official uh, press release. That's that's exactly why, because Pokemon gambling, no bueno. They just slipped into a poor understanding of the Spanish language at the end. <laughs> that's exactly what Game Freak said.
0: How's their Zigzagoon update? Caught it. Nice. What would
1: you catch it in? What kind of Pokeball? Premier Ball. Yeah, oh, like a boss. <laughs> like a boss. Maybe we should have a contest so I can give it away.
0: Right. What, if, what if it has amazing IVs?
1: Uh, we'll take it to Mr. IV Tracker in All right. a little bit. All right. <laughs> keep, keep posted.
0: Keep listening. It's <laughs> like when the llamas got out on the streets and everyone started watching them.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was the same day as hashtag the dress.
0: Yes, yes. It was the same day. I mean, I'm not opposed to a red and, red and blue remake at all.
1: No, I'd like to see that I with am. the, uh, with the X and Y graphics. I think that they'd, they'd do a good job. But I think it's the wrong time to do a remake since they just did a remake.
0: My only request is if they did a red and blue remake that the cities would be fuller. That makes any sense? hmm Like you go to Viridian City and there's like the Poke- the gym, the Mart, the the Pokemon Center, and I think I don't even think there's any other houses. There's just the old guy laying on
2: the ground. I I have a lot of similar problems with Gen 1 that I do with Gen 3, namely that um the game is paced pretty poorly and it relies too heavily on just pushing areas with high rates of random encounters like caves and and water at you. Um, it's just Gen 1, I just have so much more fondness for it because with it being the first game and the first game I played, that that's where the concept was introduced to me and the concept I love so much. Um, I feel like Gen 2 is when they really um, decided to go at this fantastic concept they had with a little more uh, design thought. Uh, With an approach, you know, that's more uh, focused on, you know, giving a streamlined experience. Um, And so I don't I I don't find the environment of of Kanto to be, you know, super, super fun when compared to some of the other regions like Kalos or like Johto or.
1: um, Well, and then they remake it and they make it fun.
0: Yeah, but they remaked Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire and didn't change fun. a single thing.
1: Yeah, but that yeah. was just to quiet the people. But let's talk <laughs> about the one remake
2: that, the one remake that is good. So that's where Gold Silver.
1: and Soul Silver, right?
2: Because that space was already fun. It was already designed very well. And they just they just did it again. And because it was already designed well, with a lot of thought put into how that region is laid out that that game happens to be good. You can remake a t- poorly designed game as many times as you want, and it's still going to be poorly designed. And it, don't get me wrong, like I love Gen 1, but I don't think that it is anything close to the best execution of Pokemon that we've seen. I think it's closer to the bottom.
0: I also think what kind of bothers me, especially with, oh, or at least a fix of Gen 1 or any Pokemon game is, you're forced down like they force you into so many encounters on purpose to like yeah
2: make the game longer or drawn out or make you grind right because that was the that was what you needed to do back in the day to really make the most out of a small cartridge was make where the game like longer. I don't
0: understand if you're walking down a route why that route doesn't have like a sidewalk or some kind of path that. <laughs> You just can't have, yeah. gra- like, just have grass on either side, and if I want to go catch or encounter, yeah, I will go in and catch an encounter, but if I just want to walk to a destination, like, stop making that a chore. Right. How did Kanto build all these paths to actual <laughs> no paths?
2: where Where there's deadly monsters that can kill your pets at
1: every step. I have got that same thing in my backyard. I don't know what you guys are talking about.
0: (laughs) Uh, Chance also uh, did a follow-up email saying he hopes that older games will be released on virtual console. Uh, I'm not opposed to that, but I am not going to put any time into a Pokemon game that I can't get my Pokemon out of into Pokemon Bank.
2: There's no incentive for, for Nintendo to do that at the point where we'll just buy the game again when they remake it. Yeah. If we'll spend $60 on it again, or 60 35 or whatever.
0: Yeah, I can't see them putting on the original version of Red and Blue for like $5 or $10, and then just playing it and not being able to pull Pokemon out or kind of it just lives there stagnant as a single-player experience. Which yeah,
1: is, that's Pokemon was never intended to be a single-player experience. Yeah.
2: Well, then I guess I'm playing it wrong. I don't know. If I, Dude, I, 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 I have can't battled that. you. I know, I know. But I almost never turn on the... You know, that's why you'll never see me online playing Pokemon, because I don't like the distraction of so-and-so gave you a pass power or <laughs> what have you. I'm not a fan of any have... of pass
1: Well, why are you friends with so-and-so? All he does is give out O powers.
2: There is that time in high school...
1: Remove so-and-so from your friend list and you won't have that problem anymore. I certainly will not give you any O-powers.
2: (laughs) O-powers!
1: Mr. Bonding. Uh,
0: Henry writes in. (laughs) Henry Z. Uh, Well, I was... Hey, I was listening to your podcast and you guys mentioned three things. uh, Red, blue, green remake, Gen 7, XY remake, uh, or Diamond and Pearl. Uh, I'm a younger listener of you guys and I haven't played red, blue, and green when they came out and i didn't get into pokemon games until about 6 months before they released uh pokemon black and white oh. still now i've played through basically every main series game with the exception of gen 2 heart gold soul silver and black and white 2 But you should really play heart gold soul silver that's mm-hmm. the best one uh my first pokemon game was pokemon pearl and the gen 4 remake would make my day however I, for, seeing that it's the 20th anniversary uh red blue green remake seems still more likely Still, so there still the formula for Pokemon in the past generations, except for Gen Five, has been new game remake of new game remake of old game. Uh, so, Pokemon X two Y two or Pokemon Z is also likely uh, because there's no remake of a new game uh, this Gen. Uh, gen Seven also seems unlikely. I want to s- I want a Pokemon X two Y two or Z because I feel like the 25th anniversary would be better for a Red, <clears throat> Blue, Green That's remake. A good point. Uh these are my thoughts. Sorry if the email is long, but on the bright side, if your w- next week's podcast is too short, you can always read this to add some length.
2: <laughs> nice. You see He seen through our plan. I am always fascinated by people who started playing Pokemon in generations other than the first one, just because that's it's strange to me. Um but also the games have gotten more and more complex. I mean, Gen 1 didn't do a great job of teaching us how to play Pokemon. Um, especially those of us who played it when we were quite young, like me. Um, but you know, when the, if you're a kid and you're, you're first picking, if when you're first picking up Pokemon diamond and pearl, like this person is, uh, I assume that they picked it up when they were a kid. If they said they're still young, they're a young listener now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like those games, I, I like Diamond and Pearl, I like Gen 4, but I don't feel like those games teach you how to play the game very well, so it's, it seems like that would be a harder learning curve.
1: Uh, I disagree. I think mm. what happens is if you've already played the earlier games, you speed through those teaching, uh, sure. teachable moments, yeah. as we like to call them, yeah. so you don't pay as much attention to the fact when they're That's happening. That's true. Yeah.
0: I think Black and White has the most tedious teaching moments.
1: There's nothing tedious about Black and White because it is a fantastic game.
0: I like Black and White a lot. Uh, But I do like the end of his email. I do think that the 25th anniversary would be way better for a Red and Green and Blue remake.
1: That's true. That's true. Agreed.
0: I I just think 25 years is way more impactful than uh, 20 years. I'll be in my 50s. (laughs) Uh, We'll read uh, one more here and... Uh, take a break. Uh, Zeke Zeke writes in. I predict a Delta Emerald remake and a Pokemon Z version for the 3ds. He also suggests a Gen One remake of Yellow for phones only. Um, uh, adults would love this. Uh, imagine if it could link to Pokemon Bank. Well, I think oh. uh, n- Nintendo is pretty strict on not putting games on phones, but putting. Spin off things to make you buy games.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, that could change. And uh, I know a lot of people who already play like Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow on their phone through ROM hacks. So why not just make it real?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'd be down for that.
1: Maybe in 10 more years.
0: Maybe. Uh, so Delta Emerald, uh, yeah, they could, I guess, I didn't really consider that, I always thought of, like, a Pokemon Z, but I guess they could make Emerald remake
2: for Auras, but... Gen 3 is the, is the generation, I think, where the third version was the most popular, I mean, this is just completely from, uh, word of mouth, I don't, um... I don't have any statistics on this, but I feel like when people talk about which third version for which they have the most fondness, it's always Emerald. People talk about Gen Three and they talk about how um, Emerald is the crowning
3: yeah the yeah, crowning
2: gem on that generation. Whereas I don't feel like people talk about yellow that way, or I guess blue technically. whatever we can get into that, that was a future episode that never happens.
1: I just I just think Rayquaza was a like super popular Mascot, yes, sure. yeah. right? And yeah. Groudon and Kyogre, it's just like ooh, lizard, well, lizard and a fish. Great. Hmm.
2: Huh. Did people like Giratina for Platinum? I don't think people really like Giratina. I mean, I like platinum. Giratina, but Giratina is kind of... Well, I don't know. It's just kind of a slug. <laughs> Who's into I, slugs?
0: I, I skipped Platinum because I knew it was the same
2: as Diamond and Pearl. But there's the Distortion Zone, Distortion Worlds. Yeah. Upside down place. Happy time. (laughs) You sold me. Um,
0: (laughs) uh, Let's take a quick break. And then we got just a couple more emails. And then we'll do our Pokemon of the week. So we'll be right back.
1: am gonna do with this shiny Zigzagoon?
0: Uh did you check its oh like, did did oh, we no, we are back have... by the way. <laughs> We're back. Uh, did you check the Zigzagoons
2: ID? The, uh, no, no,
1: no, ID. I'm not there yet, but I think uh, I think I've this maxed segment out is beginning in
2: disarray.
1: <laughs> I think I've maxed out the speed uh EVs on my Kangaskhan, so now I can fly over and and check on those uh yeah. Zigzagoon IVs.
0: Well I mean let me well let our listeners know the great Zigzagoon you caught. Did you give him a nickname?
1: Uh, well, it's a girl, and I named her Masaline. Is I that a thing why. we're supposed to know? Yeah, no, I just, I just made mind. it up as a pretty name for a girl. It is a
0: pretty name. All right. Uh, Scott wrote in here. Uh, I think the next Pokemon game for the 20th anniversary won't be a remake of Red and Blue, and but instead a sequel. I could see them visiting Kanto 20 years later and things being totally different. There would be brand-new starters... Uh, and Pokemon, new gym, uh, gym leaders, elite four champion, and new areas to explore. But of course, all the old characters would still be there. Wouldn't it be great if one of the old iconic gym leaders is now one of the champions? Uh, Red could return in some capacity and maybe your character's uh, unknown father. And perhaps Blue has taken over his grandpa's job. I hope we could get a revisit to Johto post game as well. There are so many possibilities. They've already remade the original games with Fire Red and Leaf Green, so this would so be a, a new way. a reverse
2: Heart Gold, soul soul, a reverse Gold and
0: Silver. <laughs> yes. So this would be a new way to breathe fresh life into the journey that it started it all. Of course, they could still visit Kalos, but I think they've done that in the past year. It would be. It would feel like a stale next year. Diamond Pro Remix wouldn't make much sense since they didn't last. Wouldn't make much sense because the last thing they did was remake Gen Three, but uh, I think they want to do something new and big for the 20th anniversary. So this could be it. Love the show. Thanks for what you do, Scott.
1: Terrible EVs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks, Scott.
1: <laughs> That's it. That's how I judge your letter. Terrible, terrible <laughs> EVs. I mean,
3: I'm
0: all I'm all for going back to whatever region. I just don't don't care about red and obviously
1: you wouldn't go visit him up on his mountain these other like
0: the gym leaders mean something to me but i don't care about these stories
2: (laughs) i yeah i don't those silent protagonists i never really um (laughs) this <laughs> is saying a lot about me that I can never associate. I, I, can, I can never relate to a person who's silent. Yeah. So you can keep going. I'll just be laughing for, at myself for like another 20 minutes.
0: Uh, my, <laughs> <I'm on Pokemon laughs> I want my so Pokemon sad. games to be like X and Y where I can customize myself and that I feel like it's me. I don't care what they did in 20 years.
1: Yeah, you want the game to be all about you.
0: That's right. And I made a good argument of why I don't like black and white and how that game is not about you, it's about N.
1: That's not true, and that was a poor argument.
2: That is very true. That whole game is about N.
1: It is about your relationship with N. I
2: would say that N is at least the emotional heart of that game.
1: Oh, I don't have emotions, so that's (laughs) probably why that was lost on me.
0: Uh, Superfan K wrote in, red and blue remakes remake remakes would would be my satisfaction (laughs) i see what he did there uh it would also be pleasing to go back through kanto uh with all generations of pokemon by your side as with what they did for fire red and leaf green they could add more external areas which you can encounter different regions of pokemon perhaps possibly traveling to johto after the kanto league uh, strict remakes not be necessary. Just the feeling of nostalgia of being back in Kanto would be glorious enough for the twentieth anniversary. My thoughts, K. Yeah, I'm, I think I have a hard, uh, no exact remix allowed kind of thing.
1: Oh no, <laughs> yeah, that's just way too boring.
0: We all saw how that panned out. Cough, cough, we'll make well, a ruby. We did
2: see how that panned out. We all bought it, <laughs> <laughs> and we would again. That's true. <laughs>
0: Maybe, maybe I I just haven't played Heart Gold Soul Silver in, in a while, but that was not exact remake.
2: Yay! Yeah. Yeah. It was. It pretty much was. Um, it's just because Gold and Silver were really fun. That's true,
0: and, and I mean, they also had Pokemon well, following you.
2: That helped a lot. I think also the 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 UI of that game, uh, which I know people talk about all the time, but the UI of that game was very great. So it sort of continued. I was talking about before, where I feel like Gen 2 is a, is a well-designed environment. They sort of took that attitude and decided to pay attention to the design of the, the user interface. So having a, uh, the ability to just lock your run on and having all the buttons on the touchscreen laid out in a simple, I mean, not revolutionary, but, um, but at least elegant way was, was really nice. And they didn't really change much about the experience, other than having a much longer post-game with all the different Pokemon to catch. Uh,
0: Greg R writes in: I would like to see a Pokemon Z or Pokemon Emerald Z- uh, or Pokemon Emerald Zeta. I think it would be cool to have a story where Team Magma and Team Aqua uh, team up and have control of both Groudon and Kyogre and travel across the Kalos region. Uh, and try to uh, succeed where Team Flare failed. Rayquaza and uh, Zygarde would be a big part also. Even more interesting, throw in Diaga, Palkia, and Giratina and make it so you you can try time travel in the games and stop certain events from happening. What I really want is a game to bring all the other games together. Um, Pokemon MMO, each region could be DLC. Come on, Nintendo, I love Mario, but give me another game that's worth playing on my Wii U. Thanks, SBJ and company for an amazing Pokemon podcast and a good laugh every now and then. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Every now and then. (laughs) Not consistent. (laughs) Maybe one every seventh episode or so. That's the best we can crank out around here.
2: Whenever you're able to keep Travis on the
1: episode. You got that right.
0: I don't think we're ever going to get region DLC. They did that small little island in black and white with Victini, and that was... Really disappointing.
1: That wasn't DLC though. You no, it just wasn't, but it made it,
0: it made it seem like there were there were more like, oh, look at how they could just add an island that we could go to, or like, look at this, or like look and nothing ever came of that. It was literally you took a boat to an island, you got Victini, and then you left and never yeah, ever went to
1: that island again. Victini is awesome, so Victini's great. Like nothing to complain about there. Don't hate V create. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I have a Victini tattoo on my butt, so. Do you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd almost believe it could be.
2: It would be great. I should do that. I mean, well, I Victini would. Victini or was. like a butt tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> Both. All Victini, right. Butt, no, I could never do a tattoo anywhere.
1: I, I will. Yes, you can. It's There's no difference in your skin from anyone else's. Um, I will most likely have a Victini tattoo before I die.
2: Good.
0: I would uh love it's to get a tattoo, people. but I'm way too picky about tattoo artists. And I've trust issues of somebody doing something I would actually enjoy on my skin.
1: Oh, and well, there's a, a woman in Bethesda, Maryland, who is actually known for her specifically for geek tattoos and has a history of doing Pokemon tattoos. So I would put a lot of faith in her. I've seen her work. Mm. And I, mm. I would put a lot of trust in her.
0: All right. All right. Laura writes in here. Hey, first off, thanks for providing such a great Pokemon podcast. I think that they're going to go for a Pokemon Yellow remake next year. I think if I think they'll add it, add to it considerably through, and maybe add some gimmicks. Uh, what I think would be cool is to have two games. Say, I don't know, uh, Mary Gold and Priz- Primrose or something and one version gets a pikachu that can surf and the other one could get a pikachu who could fly uh maybe have some cosmetic differences too or you get a male or female depending on if you are a boy or a girl uh this happened in my dream anyways cheers laura sent from my ipad <laughs> uh that would be really cool i don't know if they would do i i just uh at least on paper i feel like uh if you're looking at games on a store shelf, a red or a blue, I feel like would easily outsell a Pokemon Yellow on a shelf. Just from you people. think so?
1: I, I mean, think so. Ye- Yellow had the little Pikachu that followed you around, and you could turn around; and it would make like a smiley face at you.
2: Yeah, and everyone complained that they couldn't put it in their, <laughs> they couldn't evolve it or whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, people are just too picky.
2: Could you put it in the box or did you have to like trade it? Nobody puts Pikachu you put it,
1: in a box. I believe <laughs> if you put it in the box,
0: uh, it would no I longer follow you. you. But I could be wrong.
1: Steve has no idea what we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> uh,
0: you lost me. I was reading the next email.
1: <laughs> or wait, isn't it in a corner?
2: Maybe, maybe well, people, it is.
1: Yes, I was taking some running. liberties with the quote.
0: <laughs> yeah, Caleb Brian said the last name. I'll cut out of that. Caleb B writes it. <laughs> Seeing how the ooh, voice correct. Seeing how the 3ds uh was out when they made black and white, but still decided to make it on the DS. Do you think Gen Seven will be developed for the 3ds or the new 3ds? And if it's made for the new 3ds, uh, do you think it would help push the console, uh, seeing how X and Y did not so long ago, uh, sincerely, uh, Deviant Sparky PS Hi, Will. Are you real? Yes,
1: am I real?
0: Well, that's like the question on our website to make sure that we don't get spam. Oh, <laughs> uh,
1: um, Deviant Sparky, a known uh, Typhlosion fan.
0: I think if we do get a uh, new Pokemon game. That it would have new 3DS features, um, but still work on the original 3DS.
3: Mm,
1: that's like how Black and White 2 worked.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they're not ready to give up on the original 3DS yet. Because uh, the new 3DS hasn't been out for a full year yet. So, they yeah. it's yeah, uh, Pokemon is not a system seller on that level. And if anybody knows Travis Wheeler, uh, they will hold on to their old hardware
2: to the very <laughs> end yeah
0: so so travis would you want to see uh red and blue remake diamond pro remake gen 7 or sequel to x and y
2: my sort of cloud cuckoo land dream would be going right on to gen 7 because i i like when the, the game can kind of reset itself a little bit um Gen 5, I think, did that very, very well, um, the way that the original Pokedex had entirely new Pokémon. I like those experiences a lot, where you're always going to see something new. Um, and none of the other options would present me with that, although um, I don't think that's likely, given how many... What's the phrase? Um... Untied knots, loose ends. That's unti- how many loose. untied <laughs> knots, <laughs> How many nice. loose ends there are in um, X and Y, uh, specifically with Zygarde and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably a, a Z is, is most likely. X two Y two is mo- uh, of mm-hmm. the of the of the other options. That would be that would be my my choice. But if I had my druthers, it would be um, Gen Seven.
0: All right, that's fair. Well, what did you say last week? You wanted?
1: Oh, I want to. I want a new version of either. Yeah, either something completely new or an extension of Kalos.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: that's about it. I mean, I I just think that it's going to be like, since Zygarde is on the eastern side of Kalos, it'll be just like a transition over to whatever a Germany equivalent would be. <laughs> and then, so and then and then once you finish the journey in the Germany, you can go back to Kalos, much like you could do in Heart Gold and Soul Silver, um, and visit uh, Lumio City, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Red and Blue remake would be more impactful on a 25th anniversary. Yeah, I would be okay with going back to Kalos before going to Gen Seven just because we got this year off and then we got uh Omega we'll Ruby Alpha Sapphire last year. That's those are my thoughts. We got some Pokémon of the week thoughts to do, but before we do that, uh, I got two things before I forget. So first thing is Pokémon Podcast is celebrating their 5th anniversary at the end of July. And so to do that, to celebrate our 5th anniversary, um we are going to do on July 25th, which is a Saturday, myself and Micah, uh, you might remember Micah from um, the earlier Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire episodes. Uh, he is a Twitch streamer. He, it's twitch.tv slash Micah the Brave.
1: He actually also appeared in a recent uh, episode of WWE SmackDown.
0: <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, <laughs> is he in uh, the audience
1: or something? Sitting down next to Steve. Yeah, You you can can actually also uh, see Steve very clearly. Yeah, you can see. uh,
0: uh, There's also one point during SmackDown where Irene's holding up a sign and I look disgusted at her. (laughs) Um, That is the July uh, 9th episode of SmackDown if you want to see me in like the first 10 minutes.
1: Uh, It's immediately after uh, the Dean Ambrose match. Immediately, just pay very close attention and you will see (laughs) Steve, Irene, and Micah uh yeah that was really funny okay
0: so on july 25th uh we're still working out the details but we're pretty much going to do a a 15 hour live stream um and what mike is going to do is he's going to draw every single pokemon during that live stream (laughs) and i'm going to sit there and just talk and make fun of him and uh hopefully you guys will join us uh like I said, there will be more details, but we—I just wanted to give kind of everyone a two weeks head up heads up notice that uh, July 25th is your day to hopefully dedicate to Pokemon, dedicate to Pokemon podcast if uh, if you have time or you have a little time off. But uh, yeah, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do some Twitch and uh, try to get through all 720 Pokemon on that day. Whew, cool! And uh, of course, there will be your normal podcast uh the other thing going on that i want to talk about before we get to pokemon of the week is that uh our slack community our slack community has uh started to do form a tournament of such for the video game um i don't know all the details uh but uh i've seen there it's a bracket system uh with both a winner and a loser bracket so if you lose during the winner bracket you will get moved to the loser bracket and you have a chance to win uh to win that i'm not and so Jeff and some other people are putting that on and if you are interested in uh, participating in the slack Pokemon tournament I believe this will be the first of many uh, you do have to have slack access which would mean you would have to give us money uh, which <laughs> means you would have to go to patreon.com slash effective and all you have to do is donate uh, $1 and that will get you into the slack community and you can get uh, all the details there the rules, I believe, the rules are the same rules they would be using for nationals or for worlds. So, if you already have a team made, you're pretty much good to go. Um, but there will be, I believe, some prizes for the winner. And uh, I am working with Jeff to actually make a little trophy that I can mail you if you win.
1: Is it a trophy no, made out, like out one of like those, macaroni? Like, uh,
0: those like glass. Those is it? No, it's like one is of those it three D printed that have like the white like silhouette of whatever it says it'll say like slack tournament. Uh Jeff did a really amazing logo up for it. So, so. it's not, he could
2: have done macaroni.
1: He's a great artist, but so it's somewhere between a macaroni trophy and no no it's a like a trophy printed you would trophy.
0: get for like winning like a taekwondo tournament.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. I
0: don't have all the details. I'm still working with Jeff on this, but uh I just wanted to get that out there because I believe that is starting sometime next week. So if you're interested uh just head over to Patreon and uh Patreon.com slash it's super effective and we'll get you taken care of that way. Um I'm not really I'm not running it, I'm just kind of making sure it goes smoothly and that there are some prizes and thing uh, uh, prizes for everyone and stuff like that. Slack this week if you want to participate in the tournament and then take uh mark on your calendar July twenty fifth is where we're gonna celebrate the five year anniversary of It's Super Effective. And uh yeah. Cool. Let's uh let's move on to Pokemon of the week. And this week's Pokemon of the week is Beedrill, the poison bee Pokemon. The biology says as Mega Beedrill, it gains more uh, defined features. The horns become more curved and sharp like two different triangles fused together and its eyes become longer and sleeker. Its upper wings wings split into two with black trim along them, and its bottom wings become smaller. Its drills become longer and larger, resembling javelins. Its legs are no longer insectoid, and instead resembles arms in the shape. Its abdomen becomes larger and grooved, and is attached to its thorax by a black structure. The main stinger is now pale yellow. Black stripes will appear on its abdomen, chest, and leg singers, the poison that Mega Beedrill produces from its four limbs all work instantaneously, yet the poison it emits from its tail is slow-acting. It uses the former to prevent its foes from fleeing and the latter to deal its finishing blow. That is very detailed.
2: Yeah, it's quite intense. Kind of brutal. Uh,
0: Mega Beedrill is one of the newest Megas, from my understanding. That I know of.
1: How do you right. get Beedrillite? I don't know. Ooh, I don't know
0: that. Uh, I did get a stat boost in uh Gen six. I uh, it was sitting at a base stat total of three eighty five and gen six they boosted it to three ninety-five. They gave it ten more stats, and it looked like it looks like they did that in just attack alone. It's attack stack attack stat being the highest at ninety. Uh mega b drill jumps to four ninety five in base stats with its attack being one fifty and its speed being one forty five and its special attack being fifteen wow that's so low
2: doesn't uh doesn't do much special attacking
0: <laughs> uh it is a bug in poison Pokemon
2: Travis has a move set uh yes i do um so this is from Mega Beedrill specifically. Um, Mega Beedrill is great because it has access to the ability Adaptability, which, makes, uh, which increases the power of moves that get the same type attack bonus. So uh, for those unfamiliar with that, if a Pokemon is Water type and it uses a Water move, um, it's going to get a 1.5 times bonus to that damage because it's using a move of its own type. For a Pokemon with adaptability, that's going to increase to two times. So it's essentially like super effective uh, when not doing anything, when not actually being super effective if it's neutral. Um, that's a significant power boost, and Beedrill's attack and speed are already very high. Um, so to take advantage of this, um, you want to make sure you have Uh, Not only strong, but useful stab moves. So for the bug aspect of Beedrill, we're going to go with U-Turn. It's a great utility to be, especially on a fast Pokémon like this, deal a lot of damage, and get out before this fast but frail Pokémon is able to take too much damage. Um, And also it gives you a good way to uh, pivot around, to pivot through your team and get to the Pokémon that has a type advantage over your opponent. Um, and then we're also going to go with Poison Jab as just a strong physical poison move um, that will get that adaptability bonus, and the chance to poison is always nice. For the third and fourth slot, uh, the third I'm going to recommend Defog, um, which is much, much better in Gen 6 if uh, if folks are not already aware. I'm sure they are at this point, but uh, just to um, refresh... Uh, Defog used to only remove status changes So if someone had reduced your defense Defog would um, reset your defense back at zero But now Defog also removes all entry hazards from the game Entry hazards being Spikes, Stealth Rock, Toxic Spikes, Sticky Web web Electroweb maybe?
1: Does Electroweb count too? (laughs)
2: Ah, uh, <laughs> which one That's, is that?
1: It's 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 a it's a web thing where when you enter, you get a, a zapped. I think that would count as well. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so Defog is going to remove all of those. That includes your own. So if you're running this uh, on a team with um, with other Pokemon that are really reliant on entry hazards, you might want to consider a different move. But if your team doesn't use very much of that, Defog is great. Um, because you are able to um, clear uh, away your opponent's entry hazards and sort of make that turn a waste that they used, uh, and then for the final move, I already forgot it. Hold on, I had it written down somewhere. Oh yeah, we're gonna do knock off. Uh, knock off is also a move in Gen Six that that uh, a move that got better in Gen Six now. Uh, knockoff does additional damage if you're up it's a dark type move that does a lot more damage if your opponent is holding an item and it makes them lose the item um, there are instances where you can completely one-shot uh, an opponent with knockoff especially if they're weak to dark type moves but the ability to deal a significant amount of damage and make your opponent lose their held item is great just fyi knockoff will not work on mega stones so you couldn't use it on your opponent's mega beat for example, I've
0: noticed uh maybe you can answer this if your pokemon's running u turn they're usually not running protect
2: oh um I suppose you you could singles generally people don't use protect that often you could actually you could even feasibly run protect as opposed to Defog uh, on this set um for mega b drill um, the reason for that being um Base speed drill speed, so so not mega. Speed drill speed is only seventy five. Um, and the first turn you mega evolve, um, even if you're mega evolving into a thing that has higher speed than your opponent, it's going to go based on um, the original form. So you could feasibly use protect the first turn and then mega evolved, mega evolve so that you don't take a hit that first turn and then one shot your opponent. Um, But generally, Singles Protect is only seen in Pokemon that uh, need a turn to stall, something like a Breloom that's uh, going to recover health with Poison Heal, or something like a defensive Pokemon that's going to wither away your opponent with Toxic. Beedrill is actually an example where you could run it, because Mega Beedrill is so much quicker. Or a Pokemon that has, uh, what's the example, I think it's Mega Banat that has Prankster, whereas Banat does not. You might want to run Protect so that you're not vulnerable in a similar way. Uh, but yeah, U-Turn, you wouldn't generally run Protect because if you're fast enough to U-Turn, you don't really need to protect yourself because you're getting that Pokemon out anyway. With,
0: uh, yeah. With Adaptability and the
2: Stab, where, where would you put your IVs? Oh, um, 252 in Attack and 252 in Speed. Uh, and their remaining four in in health. Not that it'll make a gigantic difference, but as much as you can in attack and speed, because you want to make sure that the speed drill is doing its job, namely be faster than your opponent and take them out in one hit, or at least remove their item with knockoff, or pivot out to another Pokemon with U-turn. Um, yeah. Because you don't plan on staying in long, so there's no point in really investing in, in HP, because you already know that your Pokemon is so brittle, I mean, it's, its defense is 40 and its HP is 65, so it's not going to be taking hits e- very well. It uh, has a pretty poor typing, too. Bug is weak to a lot of things.
1: Now, what was I going to say? I completely went out of my head. Oh, um, you can get your uh, attack EVs on Mount Pyre Shuppet <laughs> Hordes, and uh, you can get your speed EVs on Route 104. It's the Zigzagoon. Uh, the, not Spearows, Fear, what are the little things called? The little Talos. little birdies. Um, tailows, or the, what are the water ones with the wings? Not the Pelippers, Wingles. but before that, Wingles. Wingle. My memory is just rotten. Um, yeah, you get your speed EVs there. I do not know where you get defense EVs. <laughs> cool. So Sorry. Or...
2: I know in uh, X and Y you did it in um that cave that had the swar- the hordes of uh Carbank and
1: Well we're not playing X and Y anymore. I like X and Y. It's Reflection Cave.
0: Yep. In case you didn't know, B Drill is a combination of B and Drill. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh B drill has the highest attack and speed of all poison type Pokemon. It also has the lowest special attack. Uh, of all Poison-type Pokemon. Uh, Prior to Black and White, it was the only Pokemon to learn Twin Needle by leveling up. Mm. Uh, In Pokemon Conquest, Beedrill is the only Pokemon that is featured without its evolutionary relatives. and Beedrill can be seen parallel to Butterfree. Both of their uninvolved stages uh, evolve into respective first evolutionary stages at level 7, in which their Respective final forms are at level 10. And their metaf- metamorphosis-like evolution share a base that total of three ninety-five. Also, Beedrill is a version exclusive of Black and Black 2. Beedrill I- or Butterfree is exclusive to White and White 2.
1: Well, that's kind of out of date information. And a shiny
0: Beedrill is green.
1: Is it one of the greens?
0: Uh, it's green and black, so it doesn't lose its black. It doesn't lose its other color like most of the green. Does its eyes are blue and its body's green? So, yeah, most of the ugly green ones are just all pure green. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I would still count this as an ugly green one. Oh, it's <laughs> terrible,
0: it's not too bad. It's not terrible. Beedrill's pretty cool, though.
1: Yeah, right. I'll make a mega beadrill team now that I'm all about the competitive breeding non stop. <laughs>
2: I got to look ah, at well
1: uh shiny so I
2: can break the tie here of opinions on whether or not it's gross or not. <laughs> Scrolling down to the bottom of the Bulbapedia page. Oh, yeah, that's kind of just gross.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, that's pretty much our, our show that we have for you guys today. Um, Travis, where can
2: our listeners find your lovely voice? Not my voice, but uh, my taxed I suppose is at twitter.com slash the travis w I have I've been forgetting to post photos on my photography blog which is the travis w.tumblr.com but you can still follow me there and then when I do post photos again when I do get it roll developed then you can see that happen um if you want to play hearthstone with me let me know just send me a dm on twitter I don't have the I don't. I, I really dislike that Blizzard's usernames. They let you choose any username you want, which is cool. So theoretically, I could have just done Travis. But then they assign a four-digit code at the end of it, which I can never remember. So I can never remember what it is at the end of the show. But if you want to play Hearthstone with me, let me know. And we'll play.
1: Will, where can they find you? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Wash in the Sink, and then on PSN, I'm at uh, Wash in the Sink. And I love playing games with people. So they should just add me on there. Play some Destiny, unless you stopped playing Destiny, which I don't understand why anybody would stop playing Destiny, but whatever.
0: Ten-year game. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's at like And uh, to piggyback off Will, I still play a lot of Destiny, and uh, I've played uh, a bit with a couple people that listen to the show. So if you want to play Destiny with me, don't... Uh, don't be shy to send me a message on PSN, especially if um, you're
1: good at playing Destiny. Always welcome. There's plenty uh, of people that are terrible at playing Destiny out there.
0: <laughs> my uh, my PSN is the same as my Twitter at uh, dragging the lake. Uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter. It's at Pokemon Podcast. That's probably the easiest way to find out if a show is delayed or a new show is coming or any Pokemon news. The Twitter is probably the main source of information. Uh, Facebook.com/slash cast is also a place where we post. Um, we need we need like a question for next week, so you guys can write in.
2: Uh, Hmm, chicken or the egg?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who should be the next Mega Pokemon besides after Mega Jirachi?
0: Oh yeah, all right, this uh, this that's kind of a good question. So the question will be: uh, Pick three Pokemon that don't have Mega Evolutions and tell us uh which three Pokemon you would want to have mega evolutions. Maybe if you really want to go in depth, tell us uh like what ability they would get. Yeah, so we'll do that. And you can e- you can send emails at sbj at pkmncast.com or you can just go to pokemonpodcast.com, dot com and there's a little contact button and you can fill out a format that goes right to the same place. Uh, if you haven't done so already you can support the show on patreon the it's super effective will always be free but uh, a dollar here or there will help us do cool things like host a Pokemon tournament and actually give out prizes uh, so patreon.com slash it's super effective if you don't want to give us money which is cool totally fine uh, reviewing us in iTunes would help deeply. Uh, Just go over to iTunes, leave us a review and that will help other people find the show as well as get us to 500 reviews I think we're at like 452 So yeah, Uh, Pokemon Podcast on Twitter, PokemonPodcast.com 5th anniversary show is July 25th So stay tuned for that, we'll have more information next week And uh, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast
1: uh, Super Super Florgerade Whatever that is whoa, Florges and rosarade. <laughs> wow, no, no.